What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Canoe Creators Spotlight, where we bring the amazing creators from around the world straight to you. If you see my face, you already know what time it is. As always, I'm your host, Chris. Make sure you subscribe to our channel, hit the bell, leave a comment, leave a like, all those things you do on YouTube. And if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, make sure you follow us and make sure you never miss any future episodes. We sure have tapped into the crazy energy today as I am talking to my man, Joe Mike Marks. He is a songwriter, producer, musician who is now taking his first crack at stand-up comedy and bringing that crazy manic energy to the stage. We want to hear all about it. Joe, what up, my brother? What's good, man? I like to call myself a part-time comedian. You know what I mean? Well, we're going to get into all of those great things, bro. But the first thing we want to know, obviously, you and I go way, 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 way back. And there's so many stories that we could talk about on this show. Some we got to keep pretty PG. But, you know, before we get into anything, though, I want our audience who isn't fully initiated in the Joe Mike Marks experience to know about you. So please tell the audience who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Well, my name is, well, you're right. My name is Joe Mike Marks. That's basically my real name. And um, I started playing guitar at 15, and then you started playing guitar at 16, like right <laughs> behind me. Yeah. And then we both, and then after, and then we just basically like taught each other how to play guitar. Pretty much. <laughs> and then from there, I, that's that's when I just started branching off to like. That's when I realized, like, if I could do, and then start doing all this other shit. Let me learn some other things like blues and jazz. And I was just trying to learn every fucking technique I could learn. Yeah. And then a magical moment happened when I was working at Guitar Center my first on my first days there. I heard this old dude just dial in like this perfect tone out of one of the end of Fender amps. Mm-hmm. And he and he just hit was started hitting some simple notes. And I was just listening. And to this day, I'm just like. Yo, that really did change a whole lot from my perspective. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I'm doing all this. I'm doing all this wild, flashy shit, but that shit was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that simple, those simple ass like best, chords yeah. and like notes was just like, okay, there's another layer to this that goes beyond what the fuck I'm doing. Right. You know what I mean? So. And then I just grew from there, and I just grew and grew and grew and grew. And then it was just like, here I am. Uh, Here I am as a guitar player, musician. I picked up some engineering, some production. So, you know. It kind of just all kind of comes full circle as you evolve, especially if you really start to get into it. It's the same thing in my story where... I started playing guitar with you and it just kind of spawned this whole love I have of production and engineering and then recording downstairs in the in the basement uh, studio of, of campus, you know what I mean? And, and just having that whole thing and that <laughs> rough demos that we made, you know, it just caught, I saw that gear and just how Pro Tools look. And I'm like, man, I, I feel like I could really which learn this. The, like, Which by the way, still got that joint. <laughs> unopened, unopened when we tried to do the backdoor oh, copyright. Yeah, oh man, oh man. So it's still unopened. Hey man, we gotta sample that one day and do something with it, you oh, know? God. 
I mean, I still remember the song, so we could don't yeah. even have to do that. I know how to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, honestly, like those those first foundational years kind of just set us up for the like, the people that we are today. You know, it helped balance us out, kept us off the streets, kept us out of trouble, and um, and gave us something to kind of put all of our emotions. You know, especially that teenage angst. It gave us something to kind of lean into. You know, and created a love and passion that we both share. You know. Um, one of the crazy things about you that I really love that you've kind of, I've seen in your evolution from teenage to young adult to, you know, full-blown man now, you know, is just how you've been able to kind of create this character, you know, this Joe Mike Marks experience that you take up on stage where people really kind of feel the music and, and not just listening to it, but they feel like it really feels like an experience. Like people really like get captivated by just like the comedy of it and the aggression of it and the uh, the way that, you know, we don't have a drummer, we have Kaas up on the samples. You know, it's it's such a unique experience and we've played plenty of shows together. Um, how have how did you kind of create the, the early foundations of the Joe Mike Mark experience and how did you make the, the early decisions to do some of those things? Well, honestly, it just comes, well, first, that whole Joe McMark experience is just integrity. Like, really, that's really what the fuck it is. Like, I just, I just, I just go up there and I do with me. As far as, like, the live setup and everything, that came from, that just came from, like, me needing to do what I got to do. Like, right. I figured I could either have a band, I'm going to have a band, but some days I'm going to just need to do this shit myself. You know right. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So it grew from there. So, and as far as like the drummer with Kaz, as with Kaz, shout out to my man. Yeah. Yo. Shout out to Kaz. He's yo he yo he holds it down. It started with him just pressing a button on the laptop. That's it. Like I was like, that's all I need you to do. And <laughs> then eventually, I was just like, yo, all right, I got you a drum machine now. Yep. yep and yep. then that changed the whole sound of it. Yeah. And the funny thing about that is the show we had at the Meat Locker. That mm-hmm. was one of that turned out to be one of the most like remem- memorable memorable performances we had, mainly yeah. because when the sound went off. Yes. You know, oh my God. Yes. So 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 the so the performance was going wild. The performance was popping and everything, and we and then we did I Am King, and then after that we did the mm-hmm. remix, the Jersey Club remix to mm-hmm. I Am King, right? Right. Right. Remember. And and then and then we just jamming and jamming da 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 da, but then. The, but then the drum samples went off, but we all still going. Kaz is still hitting the MP and everything. But then one day we all, but then we all looked around like, where the, where the rest of this room? Where the rest of the sound at? This yep. is just us going. It's, it's just, just us. It's just a jam session right now. That, yeah, it and is. That's what made because and then that's and then that I turned out that actually was one of the more groundbreaking moments for a lot of people in the crowd because. A lot of people wasn't sure what the fuck Kaz was doing. Right. And I just thought he was just bullshitting back there. Yeah. Like, no. He's Craig he in the background with Slipknot. Just bothered. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't a to making this shit loud yeah. as fuck. Uh-huh. Like, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So, every, so because of that, and that was at the meat locker. So yeah. and because of that right there, a lot of people was just like, yo. I really uh, that that whole show and experience was an experience, right? Like yeah. right there, it was just right like, there. Hey. you know what I mean. That yeah. was the, and that, and even though that even though the sound went off and we lost the samples and everything, because we kept jamming and we didn't even realize it. Everybody, the crap, the turn, the because I still get people coming back to me about that show in particular. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, "Yo, I yo, that shit was wild." 
Like yeah. I didn't even I thought y'all I didn't know y'all was doing much. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know I know he or at least Cos was doing much. They saw yeah. me wild. They saw you and Gene wild. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah. was just like yo when they saw what Cos was what they saw what Cos was uh, how essential he was to this mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. like that brought it full circle for a lot of people, and you still get people bring, bringing up that Meat Locker show to me to this day. It's awesome, man. That means it left a real impact, man. It really gets yeah, yeah, yeah. people to talk about and. You know, you know, the thing is when you start, especially when you starting off early, you know, making those type of memorable moments, you know, a, a, a real like what some people may consider to be like a fuck up or just like a like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. If you could kind of flip it and just kind of make it into something unique and just still have fun with it. I remember when um we were playing, we were playing with Cash at uh, at that, that basement show. And like we were pl- trying to play his song, and and then with the music we just couldn't figure it out, so we just went for it. And I said, I just told him, I was like, you know what, fuck this, let's just do it. You know, just play. Gene, drop that shit. <laughs> we just went for it, and I don't know if we beefed it the whole time, but we just played it all the way through, and it was super fucking fun. Um, and man, I, I I think back to all the crazy moments, bro, from from playing on Opsell at the, at the talent show and you jumping off stage and unpl- plugging your mic. And fucking, fucking uh, playing that same basement show and you not having a mic clip and you having to tape the microphone to the mic stand. You know, it's it's those type of moments that people remember, especially when you're at the early stages. Like anybody can go up and just play songs they rehearse, but it takes a real artist to go up there and say, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. Let's go for broke. Let's figure this shit out and let's make something fun. You know what I mean? Listen, listen, man, you... you- one thing about being an artist that people underrate is the power of how to ha- is the power and ability to have a beautiful jam session. Yeah. Like a lot of people think, oh, I'm gonna just jump in here and just do whatever. It's just like, yo, you gotta practice how to jump in. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? 100%. And you gotta practice a lot by yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you ain't gotta be like you ain't gotta be like music super musically inclined know how to write music da, 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 da. no you just gotta be at home yeah. practicing your shit like you know what i'm saying whatever the fuck it is you just gotta be you know what i'm saying you got you like you ain't gonna join any jam session if you don't know wh- where on the guitar you where on the where on the guitar is what yeah what, or what you're gonna do how to fucking work your whammy whatever the yeah. fuck it is like, whatever you know you what i'm saying right. like when i tell people when i tell people advice on how to play guitar i'd be like yo just fuck with it yeah. Just keep fucking with it. That yeah. is it. That's one hundred percent. Once you keep fucking with it, you know what I'm saying. Like, like when you first started off, like when we first started off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just pulling the strings and everything, and just <laughs> doing whatever. Weird, weird noises and shit. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Just keep yeah. fucking with. It. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, I, I think back to those early days a lot because you know it's you got to remember where you come from to know where you're going. You know what I mean? And it really yeah. does set that foundation is just like i i think back to those days and reminisce and be like man like some of the stuff that we did really kind of you know i was a relatively like shy person you know what i mean and the 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 times that we went on stage it wasn't really going on stage that got me out of it it was going on stage and shit fucking up and and things going wrong and having to just deal with the crowd there and in the moment and being like you know what What's the worst that could happen? It's already fucked up. Like, let's just keep going, <laughs> you know? And honestly, you're, you've always been kind of like the the crazy energy of the group that's kind of always, I don't know, it's always felt us kept pretty level. You know what I mean? It's helped us 
feel safe. It's like the whole world could be chaos, but we got a chaos maniac on our backs right here with us. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, there's no way to put. There's no other way to put it. I mean, honestly, I, I, I do give a lot of security to like a lot of my friends because of that shit. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? Like when you when you have a vibe like that, you just there's no way to avoid it. Like I've had my younger years where I was like, oh, what, what am I going to do with myself? Da 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 da. At one point, I was about to, I was thinking even giving up music and like speak, mm. start writing books and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But then, I, but then, which could still happen, no fucking doubt. Yeah. Well, not to put that real, but then I was just like, that ain't who I am. Like, I'm not this calm, docile. I had a moment where I, you know what I'm saying? Cause I've been on 100 my whole life. Yeah. And then one day, like 24, around that, like 20, late 23, 24. I found zero. Yeah. I found I've actually found a way to get to zero, mm-hmm. but I'm not zero at yeah. all. You can get so, there, but you're not that. I guess. Yeah, you. I could, yeah. So it's like to be who I am is to be is to truly be who I is. You have to, I, there's no getting around. I have to truly be who I am. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, if I try to hold it back or leave it a little bit, like I. Bad, like weird, not, not even bad things happen, but legit, no bullshit. Some weird shit just starts happening around me. It's like, right. No, I say you've always been like one of the realest people, bro. Like you've always been a hundred percent, and I've and I've seen your evolution as a person. Like you know, you're obviously your crazy energy. People, you hear crazy sometimes, and you think bad sometimes. But I, I find always found your craziness, although sometimes overwhelming. I always found your craziness. <laughs> I always find your craziness like really like compelling and very like, you know, evolutionary in the sense that like you've been able to take it and not let it hold you back. Where some people maybe like become this like known personified as like, oh, this crazy guy, let's leave him alone. It's never deterred people. It's, it's You've always had people in your corner. You've always had good friends, the whole community backing you up in their own ways. And um, like one thing I would really like to know is if you could go back, if you could take you now and you could take go back and have a, a conversation with teenage Joe, sixteen year old, seventeen year old Joe. What would that conversation look like? What, what would that? What would you be talking about? Don't fuck this one bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, two. But never mind. But never mind. <laughs> but yeah, mind. But, yeah, yeah. but outside of that, <laughs> keep it real, man. Not much. Yeah. Like it ain't like I ever been crazy wild and for just no reason. True. Like I, I there's a like I always tell people there's a method to my madness. Yeah. Like I don't care how ugly it is in the beginning, in the middle, as long as I know for a fact within myself, my bottom line gonna be straight. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like I just do what I need to do for myself, really. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like there's a method to my madness and it's a method I honestly try to keep to myself because it's okay. just like, I don't try, you don't, you don't, nobody needs, nobody else. I, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. And if you want to emulate it, that's on you. But right. this ain't, this is for me. Okay? Yeah, no, for sure, bro. I mean, you know, the, the methodical 
process of understanding yourself and understanding how to regulate yourself is an important part part of becoming a man you know what i mean and just becoming a well-rounded adult like we all have things you know what i mean if you may some people may not be like you know super wild but they may have some type of like destructive other destructive tendency or something like that and it's all about becoming an adult is all about kind of learning how to balance the parts of yourself that either can be you know detrimental or something that may not be so good for you and learning how to get around it or curve it or you know whatever you need to do to live with it you know because certain things are just part of who you are you know and like you said like you're you are who you are but there is a method to your craziness so um, like, I ain't, like i ain't trying to like i ain't trying to hurt nobody that's yeah. actually like my one rule to everything if anybody gets hurt by my actions it's me that mm -hmm. is it Right. Which, you know what I'm saying? I try to keep to myself, but at the same time, when it's time to bring people in, come on in. Mm -hmm. Come on in, you know what I mean? Well, like, I don't, well, like, I don't try, I don't say, I'm not an open book. I'm more yeah. like a pamphlet. I'm more like a pamphlet. <laughs> you're, are you a trifold, bro? You're a trifold? <laughs> like, just read it. Just read it. Just read it. Just read it. Okay, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> Sometimes it's too simple. No, sometimes legit. Sometimes it's just too simple for people. Yeah. We're just like, that's it. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and you don't like, you no. don't ask for much, bro. You're you are actually a, a pretty simple dude, you know, in the sense of what you just ask of the people you interact with and the the relationships that you have. You know what I mean? You ask for honesty. You ask for people being real. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, and and honestly, I think those are things that anybody should expect from any adult you know what i mean so i don't think you ask for a lot in that sense um one of the things i really want to dive into is uh some of the things that you're you got going on right now obviously we mentioned in the intro about your comedy and just kind of like you dipping your toe into that you said you're a part-time comment but you know you never know when those things can excel and you become a full-time thing you know who's watching at the right moment or whatever um do you have any like i know obviously you're at the very early stages of it what are some of the early things that you've learned that's kind of helped you got better at it and what are some things that you want to try to continue to do to improve as far as comedy well as far as comedy i mean honestly one of the better things that helped me is on is just going in a mirror recording your recording the audio of yourself and oh, okay. just you know what i mean just going over some shit like before i go before i go on like before i go on stage like i go over like i go over like a list of jokes or like not even jokes like more like observations in right. like quick sentences and just yeah. kind of glance at them and da 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 and then just like all right kind of run through my head like when i'm like when i'm waiting for my turn to go on i'm basically staring at the staring at every performer like this and but it's basically me like getting my thoughts together like right, right, right. Right. you know what i'm saying then when i get up there i just let loose so yeah. like, all right fuck it you know what yeah. i mean that's it but then and then after that i'm laughing at everybody's jokes like all right i get it cool Woo. Yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying like like a legit pressure like gets off my so back after you're done with your set like that's when the pressure goes off and you could kind of just kick yeah. back yeah, okay. my body, my body feels mad loose. It's just like, all right, cool, good. That's dope. You know what I mean? That's dope. Like, good so or what, bad, is just, you know what I'm saying? What, was the, what was the I'm thing that made you want to do it? Like, what made you, like, I, I had, up, you know, obviously you've always been, like, super, we all have our jokes, you know, in the group. But, like, what made you actually want to say, you know what, let me just give this a try? Well, my first time I ever did stand-up was in 2012. That I far back, to, really? I went to pianos. 
And they had like an open mic night. In Bloomfield? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and they had like an open mic. Wait, 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 wait. They had an open mic night. It was kind of an awkward, it was a very awkward night to be, uh-huh. just to, to say the least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I went on, went up there. I was just like, hey, how you doing? That's, my name is Joe. Da, 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 da. So what's everybody drinking tonight? Oh, da, 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 da. Everybody said, yeah, said what they were drinking. I was like, cool. So what's everybody drinking tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and then I basically walked right off the stage right after that. Like... <laughs> that was, and I literally just explained my first stand-up performance. Like, <laughs> I went up there and I just, so I was like, yeah, no. And then I didn't went on, and I didn't go on stage till for years. Honestly, I tried to get ready. I had like years of like me doing like performance, like stand up bit videos, just on my phone. Just like let me let, let me do this shit on my phone first, and try it like there. And you know, it's a it's a bunch of riffs on my computer for years. And I just be like, and then one day I just said. It was not during the pandemic. It was during this year. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I need to pull the trigger. Like, just go up there just and do just it. do it. Yeah, so yeah. I, yep. So I went to Broadway Comedy Club in New York at the 5 o'clock joint. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right, we're going to just do it. And that performance went really well. Everybody thought I did this for a while. I was just like, no, it's my first time. <laughs> 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 it's my first time. Like, you know what I mean? Even yeah. the lady that was hosting the joint, she did Broadway Comedy Club. She was hosting it for years, you know what I'm saying? And she, she was like, good. That was fucking very fucking good. She, you know awesome. I gotta go back. I gotta go back there again, yeah. but you know what I mean? But I've done that. I did yeah. Producers Club twice. Um, I, I forgot. Oh, uh, Laughing Buddha in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't done much in Jersey yet. You know what I mean? Because I'm on some like, let me go, let me leave home and get, get my shit up. That way, when I actually do come home, I can actually, I feel, I, I feel better. I feel better spreading right. my wings here. You know what I mean? Right. So I it's you. like, I'll come home when I'm ready. Also, also like prodigal son type shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I understand. I understand. Well, that's a good segue into the next thing I want to say, because you're, you are a person that lives and breathes Jersey, bro. You rep EO harder than most people, bro. And um, one of the things that I feel isn't very under, understood to the community, to the world itself is, is, Jersey is just kind of the culture, the community, the the artistry that comes from Jersey. And you even posted something about it recently, you know, and you just said, like, I want to go to my Jersey, you know, the Jersey that I know and that type of thing. What do you think is something that people, you know, what, what, why do you think there's this kind of uh, misinformation about Jersey or this kind of like, I don't know, this this weird perception of what Jersey is coming from there and loving it as much as you do? Well, as far as like culture and everything, the culture that I'm gonna talk about is like the, the Newark Essex County culture, really. That's the culture I'm really gonna talk about. Right. And the culture there, honest honestly, always comes from like a more purer sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas like back when there was the battle rap scene, cat cats was just going back and forth and we was taking the we was rapping hard. When we got that when we had, when we was having that like that woke that like neo that our neo soul like you know what I'm saying on some hippie sh- on a hippie neo soul 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like coming from a real, real pure. Like eventually all of it breaks down and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like even with the battle rap scene, like people got too clicky, clicky, clicky. And then it was just like trying to, you know what I'm saying? If one of us come up, we all come up. But then it was right. just like, we actually, it, but then that broke down and Jersey became, and those type of, those type of artists came together when they moved by themselves. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like what we what we kind of do is like you have your your projects and your things and me and Eugene come and help you with your stuff and vice versa. You come and do our things as well. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that trading of just like, yo, when I need the resources or I need the people around me to kind of come and support people show up. You know what I mean? But still, you have your own personal journey, your own personal thing. Um, Yeah, man. Shout out to Jersey, bro. Shout out to Newark, the whole New York, Newark scene, Cash, Goo, all these dudes are out there just always doing stuff for the culture and always trying to push things forward and make sure that Newark and Jersey itself gets on the map and people understand the type of culture because there's some real unique art that comes out of there. There's some real unique people. And um, and that's, you know, that's I always respect anybody that, you know, is really trying to push hard for it, you know? Yeah. Um, so one of the, you know, one of the things that I really want to talk to you about as well is besides obviously your comedy venture is all the music that you're doing, because, you know, you really started to love it, hate everything. And that shit was super fire. You know, we played that those shows so many times with such classics, food and fuck and rat race and all this stuff. And, uh, and those are always fun to play. Um, but you know, obviously the music never stops. The ambitions never stop. So like, what are some of the things you got going on right now? Well, right now I've been doing since the pandemic. I figured since there was going to be no shows during that time period, I was like, let me just take some time away from and just chill for myself. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I tried to keep my voice up, but then I definitely started lacking on my practices, and I was just like, uh, yeah, I just need to chill. But then I was started producing for a lot of other people then yeah you know what i'm saying me, me and Dage, we, me and homegirl Dage, she would always come through and we would always work together and then me and future we had future future one love mm-hmm. how you doing bro yep. we used to, we, shout out we had we had a few couple of projects that we was definitely we was definitely just like leisurely working to it leisurely working to it for like for a while so you know what i mean and that's when i was just like let me just put these final touches on this so now we actually got two videos shot for it and mm. a photo shoot. So now we and so now we basically just putting those final touches on it and nice. he's gonna be the next project that I come out with right there. That's awesome. So, man. You know what I mean? So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for that for sure. For sure, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, man. You you don't stop. Oh, yeah, man. shout out and shout out to Sensei Vaz, man. That's been my guy for a while. He been no nah, seriously. Yeah. No, nah, seriously. Since they yeah. he's been working on, he's been working hard as hell. Like, yeah. Man, we've been working together to a lot late, lately, too. Mm-hmm. So, he the man right there. That's Him, right. Troy, Red, no- Red November. Yes. My guy. Yeah. Shout out to Synergy. Yeah, man, for sure. Shout them all out, bro. Thanks for putting them on the map, man. But you know what? I don't want to hold you up too much longer. The last thing I always do on this show is I make, especially in a person like you, I want to just get your words of inspiration for our viewers. Let them know what you're thinking, what's on your mind right now. Just any words of inspiration you have for them. Perseverance. That's one thing I always, one thing I always stuck with me very, very, like, if you can persevere you, if you learn what, what perseverance truly is, not much can stop you. There's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be hindrances. But perseverance is just saying, 
fuck that. And you're just going to grind it out however you need to grind out. It's like, you know, say sometimes you got to burn a bridge, but that's fine. Bridges can be built again. That's cool. You know what I mean? So just if you persevere, all work out for you. Words of wisdom from Joe Mike Marks. Shout out to you, my brother. I'm so glad you came here with me today. That's going to be it for this episode of the Canoe Creative Spotlight. Make sure you follow Joe. Make sure you check out all the people we tagged below, all the people he shouted out in this video. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and, and Twitter at Creatives Near You. That's Creatives Near the letter U. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Hit that bell. Leave a comment. Leave a post. Make sure you follow us on SoundCloud if you're checking this out on the podcast. My name is Chris. As always, make sure you always connect, collab, create.